Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are rolling with Jason and John. 92.9 FM ESPN on trade deadline day. We're doing it, of course, with executive producer Brad Carson on the ones and twos. We've got full staff here. Happy to do that on trade deadline day. We will take you all the way up to it. There's been a lot of action around the league. Of course, we were reacting that news on Xavier Tillman broke just as we left, got out of here yesterday. React a little bit to that. We'll do that a little more. See if the Grizzlies do anything here over the next couple of hours. Uh, as well as uh, you watch the Grizzlies tonight on the court, you watch the Tigers tonight on the court. Memphis has got Temple and Philly. John walking in here this morning has informed me Jason, this is a bad Temple team. As if there is no excuse tonight. Uh, and as, as for your Memphis Grizzlies, they will be hosting your Chicago Bulls. Significant, John, city court. The new court. Right, going to be used tonight. That will happen down at FedEx Forum. 7 p.m. tip. Of course, you near pregame right here starting at 6.30 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN. The great Eric Hasseltine will be on the call at 7. Uh, I believe... Bulls are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Tigers also six-and-a-half, John, tonight at Temple? Yes. Okay. Yes. Got the same number. Yes, exactly right. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, we have a, we do have a busy day here uh, in the Memphis sports scene uh, because Tigers back in action, as you said. We'll see what uh, the Grizzlies can do uh, with, you know, the few assets that they have because they've compiled some. Few. But I don't know if those are are those eligible to be moved right back. I don't know if you know how that situation works. Again, I've explained to you guys a million times. I don't I don't sleep next to the CBA uh, at night, so I leave that to others. We have Harrington for that. Yes. Uh, so we shall see what. Uh, yeah, the trade deadline is always like because there's there's it's very rare, right? It's very rare that a, a, a deal is made that's actually about the court. It's usually about. I have to balance my books. I have to, you know, X, Y, and, and that's like that stuff. I'll, I'll just be completely honest. It bores the living hell out of me. Mm. I, it, it's, yeah. not, it's not my money. Yeah. It's you, not my tax implications. Right. right. You know? I get it. You want to know who the starting center is going to be next season. Right. That's like, not likely to be decided let, let, right like now. Like for so me, we, we I'm like it. let's let's play basketball. Right. Yes. Like let's not let's not do the whole. Uh, John's about that hooping. Wall about Street. That, you know. John's about that action. Guy. I, I'm, I, oh, how much uh, tax is a billionaire going to pay? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's don't not. Don't ask John how far below the second apron they are. Man, he the, don't want to talk about it. Get inside the kitchen, put that apron on, and cook a deal. Oh, that, that, that matters. That's your apron. That matters yeah. to the basketball side of it. I know that there are a lot of people out there that enjoy that, you know? Yeah. That enjoy the uh, the business piece of it and all of that. I ain't one of them. Uh, there have been a few deals, it feels like, so far today in the NBA that do impact potentially say so. a team's chance to contend. Uh, maybe enhances a least, little bit. At least one. A little bit. That enhances. Yeah. This has been, I feel like, the least interesting trade deadline in a few years because there's like no big star that's getting moved. Hadn't seen DeJounte moved yet. He's not getting moved, it feels Doesn't like. Doesn't feel like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw that report this morning um, that, that the Pelicans <clears throat> and the Hawks deal died. So What about Lakers? Is that a deal where they, they've insisted on Austin Reeves, Atlanta? I don't, yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll if see. that's we'll the see. case, then you don't do that. Right. I mean, for a number of reasons, but yes, yeah, it's not happening. It's one of those deals where we'll see. We'll see. I mean, if, uh, some good players have changed teams, but uh, nothing really feels like super significant as of right now. We'll take you all the way through the trade deadline. All the way through, John, up to it too. It's like Sports Center. Yeah, John, John, John. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. We got the updates. Yeah, if we give if we get anything, of course, we will pass that along right here on the show. Jeff Calkins is going to join us uh, at one twenty-five. Uh, we'll talk to him, obviously, about any developments that may or may not occur between now and one twenty-five. I don't want to act like I'm sitting here. I don't like. I think it's probably best that you keep very low expectations, just generally for what the Grizzlies are or aren't about to do today, right? I mean, I yes. think that's the. If you're sitting around here with bated breath, like, "Oh, what are we going to do? What are the Grizzlies going to do?" It's like you're going to be disappointed. Almost certainly, you're going to be disappointed. Yes, the, these these five second round picks that you've acquired with the last two trades now, Stephen Adams and. Xavier Tillman, they they aren't going to get you the big center. You know, I had a couple people DM me, is this, you know, you're stocking up, stockpiling to make the big move? It, no, that's not. And frankly, it's your first-round pick, you know, and whatever that ends up being, that's probably going to be your best trade asset in terms of, you know, draft assets. That That's clear, and you got to wait on that, right? Lottery won't happen until – it's after the season now, right? I think yes. I read that it's after the season, so you won't know that till after the season. It's your, it's your trade. And who knows if you'll even use it to do so. Right, you may you may keep that pick and decide you want to you want to use it and put that that rookie on the roster. But no, John, I don't. You know, right now it is clear the Grizzlies are in cost cutting mode. They weren't going to re-sign. They made it pretty clear Xavier Tillman next year. So it's a matter of on an expiring. What can you get for him? And it seems like mm-hmm. in terms of what they've gotten here, best they could do. We we were you know we reacted a little bit to this yesterday because it broke right at the end of the show. So we don't need to go all the way back through it, but. Uh, happy for Xavier, yeah, but yeah, what it indicates for Memphis is you are in cost-cutting mode. Could you see more of that? Sure, maybe. Could you see Memphis attach one of these second-rounders to try to trade off some of these wings? Maybe, maybe. But to your point, John, none of it's going to excite you right now because I, I think, just like you said, there's not a big big move coming here within the next couple of hours. At least that's how it feels. Yeah, and like, I mean, because there's just really nothing that um, you're going to commit to right, right you're now. setting yourself up for next season, but the big, yeah. you know, finding your center doesn't feel like it's going to happen right now. Yeah, like the question is, will the Grizzlies, you know, be able to move one of Laravia or William or Zaire Williams? Yeah, and it doesn't they, seem like anybody's going to take them right, right. for nothing. You seems like you'd have to attach something for people. Yeah, well, otherwise or, you'd already shipped them out. No, Canard, yeah. you know, if I'm another team, that one's that one's a little bit tricky because if I'm a if I'm a competitive team, the way he shot the ball. I, I would I would want Kennard, and you've got a team option for next year. But again, what you know what the price would be for Kennard, you know, and 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 here's the thing: if you're the Grizzlies, you you have the option on him next. You know, you have the option on him. You know, you're one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league from a three point percentage standpoint. You're really going to trade off one of your two best shooters when you a team that already. And for years has lacked shooting. I mean, there, you know, and I realize that number on Kennard's high next year is listening to Jeff and Harrington talk about it. You know, maybe you can, maybe you can get years in a lower yearly number. You know, get 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 a multi year contract with Kennard and get that that number lower. But they, there's a decision to be made there, and it just seems like to me, you know, a team that's light on three point shooting, at least consistent three point shooting. You got Bain, you got Kennard. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Vince shot it well in January. You can't depend on that yet. Mm-hmm. Trading away one of your best three-point shooters, that would that, be a tough decision. Um, so, yeah, I think we've covered, John, what we think the options could be. None of right. them huge, but, yeah, right. maybe we'll see some of that over the next couple of hours. Yeah, so it's like, you know. I it, doubt it. It doesn't feel like are, are the Grizzlies super relevant to a tra- – I mean, if like it could be – you know, and again, I've seen the reports this morning of the Pistons and the Grizzlies being engaged in trade discussions for Killian oh, Hayes. Oh, no, don't say it. That was the name that triggered you earlier in the week. Well, Please again, it, you know. That's about getting an expiring like, in well, here. Okay, okay, so like that to and me it's more that's, of the same. Right, it's like, again, this is like. Killian ain't the dude, bro. Is this something that, well, will they, yeah, they'll just, they'll see, they'll give him the rest of the season, right, and they'll let him showcase whatever he has, you know, which is nothing, which is, again, complete ass. And so then they'll just, you know, be done with him. Yeah. And they'll maybe con- – I mean, what Detroit – people are saying Detroit today is having, like, a, a congressional investigation type of trade deadline. Yeah, let's talk about that. They made a deal with the Knicks. So they send off uh, uh, Bogey and Alec, Alec Burks right. to the New York Knicks. Uh, Alec Burks, former New York Nick. Uh, and in return, they take back Quentin Grimes and I think a couple of seconds. The disgruntled Quentin Grimes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so, obviously, you know, for the Knicks, that's that makes them better. I mean, that gives them two, you know, uh, one, it gives them a, a bogey a starter type player, right? I mean, certainly can fill it up. And then you have Burks, who is a quality reserve, you know, 
And in return, you get a guy averaging seven points a game who really doesn't necessarily do anything well other than shoot. He's not even doing that very well right well, remember, now. And this is after you made the move to go get OG. Like, we, we like what the Knicks have done, and yes. the success has been there, especially yes. since the trade. Like but to, they had like, won nine in a row for like That's definitely the story of the deadline so far as, like, the Knicks. I agree. <clears throat> Have they, have they? I mean, I think in the standings they're already above, but yes. it feels like in terms of bump, sort of bumping Philly down, you know, for good. And I realize Embiid can come back, and Philly made a move too. They, they've shown they clearly believe yep. they're going to try to make a push once Embiid does come back. I, you know, I would put the Knicks right up there behind the Boston Celtics and the yes. and the Milwaukee Bucks now. Yeah, I mean, I think you probably do have to give them the nod over Cleveland and Milwaukee right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Based on, I mean, the Milwaukee's I, one well, I don't, four. You, I know you, you, you threw Milwaukee in there on the tail end on me right there, and you were going to throw them in. We'll see. I, I know you have your doubts on Dawkins, but you're probably right to do so. And what, I do, too, because what we, in this sense, Doc was brought in to fix the defense. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're not making moves, mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to fix that defense. That personnel is off. It's not the same. And so... You know, uh, ultimately, yes, I think it'll be their downfall. Yes, so I, I, I would also, be, I'd be willing to listen to Knicks have moved past them, but that's let's let, I, I'm I'm gonna wait on it. Mitchell Robinson also gonna return at some point here in the near future for the Knicks. So I'm 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 a big Mitchell Robinson fan. I'm a big fan of the of what the Knicks have done. I think they have certainly put themselves in a position to make an Eastern Conference Finals run, and maybe so. Then you just see what happens in the in a seven game series, right? I mean, it's just that simple. I think there are actually some things to like about the matchup over Boston if you're the Knicks and this all works, you know. Um, especially on the interior, you have you give me Mitchell Robinson and and, and Julius Randle over KP and Horford. I'm going to take the new, the Knicks front court every day. Yeah. And obviously, the wing is going to be a big disadvantage, but. You have OG now. OG's great perimeter, just yeah. defensively what yeah, they man. can do. I mean, the Knicks are in are, are in a great position. And I will say, like, sometimes, even if the Grizzlies aren't necessarily relevant to the trade deadline, you can at least appreciate that you're not the Pistons. You know? I mean, that's a that's a I mean that's <laughs> I mean, those days changed once you drafted John Moran, They did, to be they quiet, did to be they frank did. with you. But I mean the, the Pistons have had chances to draft well. Yeah. They've Nick, had they Knicks they are had, six defensively right now. I'm not just to throw that in back in on a tail end. I have yeah, to they're it, they're yeah. in good position. Yeah. But hell I mean again, the the Pistons had Cade was the number one pick, correct? Yes. They had the number one pick. Yes. And and <clears throat> look where they're at. Look where they are. And that was just two years after Ja. So Knicks are also seventh offensively, so top ten and both, John. You can you can definitely uh, look at Detroit and say, man, it's it's good to not because they have no future. I mean, they have Jalen Duran, they have Kay Cunningham, they have uh, you know the Thompson twin, they have James Wiseman, and their future is they what nothing. I mean, they they're they're at least as long as their management team is in place, blowing in the wind. Yeah, and it's like that's. That's it could just it could just as easily be you, right? I mean, Memphis, Detroit, neither one of them franchise destinations. Jaden Ivey, don't forget him. They had all these picks; they didn't work. They didn't come together. They have nothing. Monty will save it. He'll make something out of it. I yeah, <laughs> that's a mess. That's an absolute disaster. The whole thing, top to bottom, it's a disaster. Uh, and they're just like, well, we we remember what that was like to have incompetency in the front office. Oh, tell me about it. Remember when they didn't trade Tyreek Evans at the deadline? Yes, exactly right. Because they, they wouldn't take expiring. a second or whatever it They was. said they believed he was a first-rounder or whatever it was. Well, you, can, you can believe I mean, whatever that, the hell you want. That was some incompetence. That We were all you believe, crazy around here that day. You believe expect- Justin Fields was going to get the eighth overall pick. You can believe whatever the hell Mel you want. Mel Kuyper told me he would not be surprised right. if they got a first-rounder, fool. Nobody said it but had you, to be But the you got to have cooperation, you know? Yes. Uh, and, and also, I think, in, again, in that sense, the Grizzlies made a mistake by not compromising. Uh, this front office, you could say we, we can criticize sort of picks in a vacuum, you know, the the swing on Zaire Williams that, that was unfortunately a whiff, but – you you have to say there's so much more good than bad. Oh, look at Vince, second round now. Yes, and what they're getting out of him. Yes, Gigi, a, a guy who you know is squarely in the rotation and exactly maybe right. a future starter. But yes, Gigi too. Dude, the Pistons don't even so have like a Gigi Jackson. Like they don't even have. They don't have nothing. They don't have like, like they have top players that they're going to have to pay. They, they they don't have anything down the rotation yeah, where they're I like, oh, this is going to help us. They dude, they are hopeless. That's a hopeless pit. In Detroit. Don't tell my, our man Omari Sankofa that because he covers it that he has to get up every morning and cover that team. He, well, he knows better than anybody. That's home for him, though, right? I think so. Yeah. I think he went Just to Michigan home. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Struggling covering. Ooh, that's it, it is. It is a 
a, a bad organization right now. Yeah, so I think that's, you know, that's... Once proud. That's the solace I would take today is that... That you're not... The yes. Well, I'm, John, we're, we're about to bounce back, bro. I know, but... I mean, you're talking about night and day here. I know, you're talking but about that's six months the down the line. Yeah, we, we can't yeah, do I, this I every, six, every day for six months. I don't know why you can't see this. I mean, you know, in terms of... We've gone through the top ten next year, and there's a way you can look at it and say, you know what, if they get the right center, this thing's going to take back off. I just... Um, the the Yes, you can be happy you're not Detroit. Well, we're, we, we've, we've graduated from that a long time ago. Yes. Yes. It's just perspective. Mean, again. I agree with you. That we, got, we, got, we got six months we got to get through. Seven months we got to get through, you know, talking Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm going to have to latch well, on to something other than, but, you know, we'll be fine in seven months. Well, between now and then, they got to get that starting center. I mean, I tell you that. that that's got to happen. And, yeah. and and that part of it, I'm still, like we said last week, I'm, I'm still excited to see what they do. You know, can you, can you get an upgrade there? Do you have to shave – more off to get an upgrade there, you know, in terms of a guy like Kennard. You know, you've already done it with Steven Adams. Mm-hmm. It is. We've talked about the wing situation, how th- that's where you need to consolidate, and you've traded two centers. So, yep. yeah, while I, I'm with you that right now you get, you give the front office the benefit of the doubt, they know what they're doing. Uh, they've hit on not just draft picks but made some some good moves in the past. Uh, I still am, am waiting for sort of the other shoes to drop, although as, as sort of we put it, it will drop lightly. The other shoe's going to drop yeah, lightly it, it, if, it, it, will. if it drops at all. Or yeah, today. At least over be... the, for today. Yes. Exactly. And I, I realize that's not super sexy and fun to talk about, it is, Don. It's but, not. But, it, uh, you know, again, because you've got quick bounce-back potential here, it all matters a ton. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's 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 desperation. It's like, oh, let's please get rid of, uh, you know, let's please start negotiating with Detroit and get Killian Hayes for, you know, one of the bums. I mean, that's like, that's just, that's bottom of the barrel NBA stuff. You know, I mean, y'all can y'all can wrestle over that if you want. I mean, it's just not. Do you have a favorite uh, Xavier Tillman moment just to brighten up the, yeah. the mood a little bit? I know you. You know, remember the big three against Golden State? Yeah, that I think that was the the only one. Uh, but <laughs> this guy, no, I mean, I mean dude, just, he appeared at schools. He was all dude, over town. Saved, My God, that's the best you got for him. That's was, your it, tribute it was, video. Uh, uh, look. Main said I, one play. I say what everybody Dude, thinks. His, his hustle against. I'm willing to say what everybody thinks, but did, doesn't want to say because it's not politically. Wasn't there correct. a stretch last year where he had to go against all the best, like back to back to back, when it's against like Jokic, Embiid, and kind of held his own he, there? He played like, hard. He played hard. I mean, can we get at least a salute out of you, bro? Yeah, salute. But everybody my man like, is down on Grizz right now. It is hard. It's hard, and I understand well, why. Well, I'm just saying, like, in, in, but in, there's just no joy in in in, well, no. in Grizzville for you, man. Not, well, in, not no. in any this of season this. Is an absolute we can't even get wreck. you to properly salute Xavier Tillman on the way out of here. He was a great Memphian and a great. He Grizzly. was like, man, I was getting. He was it's like he. Uh, I saw all the tributes. Uh, flood I know. In. I feel like we owe him something. Like, man, at least Xavier, something. Xavier Tillman saved my cat from a tree one afternoon. See, like he just never touched your life like he did so many other Memphians. Xavier Tillman came, and I remember. I'll never forget when he ordered from me. At Moe's, like he he was so right, with nice. a smile. He was with so a nice smile. when he asked, and he and he paid and everything. And like I was like, come, bro, come on. The dude. point is, you would see him <laughs> out and about. Yeah, he was there. okay. He's a reserve big he man. He was one of us. He was a reserve big man. I'm happy for he him. Made he's going to get a shot at. His... Or, he's yes. going to go get to play the Grant Williams role for them. But this is not now, be... maybe not as much in in, in it, that expanse of a role, but kind of do that, yes. especially defensively. Look, like I'm, he you're, brings. You're that. just not. You're this not is good for Boston. You're not getting good for a him. Mark Gasol tribute for me on oh, Xavier. It's Tell- close. It's close. We're rooting for Gasol to get the title. He did. He got to drink wine afterwards. It's close. And how much I'll be rooting to me, for Xavier. To me, they're the favorite too. Are they not? Boston is the betting favorite still. Yes. This is a great acquisition for them. It's a great acquisition for sure. And I'm happy. We can be. Happy for him because he yeah, he's, he's going from he, this to that. He served us, bro. Yeah, 100%. Like, appreciate your service, bro, and your service as a Memphian. Man, help fix potholes. Was out here. Yeah, that's what y'all act like. Was out here helping dump trash. Man, was on, uh, uh, on city All council. in the community, at the school, as I heard was called, at the book fair. He was everywhere. He was with C.J. Davis so fighting you crime. need to treat him with a little bit more respect just for the time, especially the Golden State game, man. It wasn't like he didn't help you bro, win a that, big one. Dude, that was it like. It was a couple years ago. We, that, that was like were just taking COVID variant. It, you I mean, were just like, taking off from what this yeah, was. Know, bro, it was where the trajectory started to point up. It's just a lot. And this for a is a player gap who year. really didn't do anything. Probably. It is just a lot. Well, it's, a, it's a lot. Once uh, a Brad business. on the ones and twos went to you know boys to men, maybe it became a little much. But again, having the proper respect for a man who again gave you his service, man. Appreciate you for your service. Yeah, dude. Good luck. Xavier Tillman. Man, you got no love for... You got love for Gigi Jackson. You got love for Vince Williams. The future is bright. 
You know, we didn't appreciate Xavier Tillman Sr. until he was gone. It's just uh, really... Apparently uh, so. It's. Just, I mean, I heard the tributes that you heard, John, and I was thinking and reminiscing about well, he that never time he got his ass season. kicked in the playoffs by the Lakers, getting bullied around in the post. No doubt. Bro, he was all we could put on LeBron. Dylan had quit on us. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what Xavier well. was out, out there giving you everything he had. That went extremely Hairline well. Hairline receding yeah. and everything Oof. else, man, giving y'all poured in for y'all. Look, Look Xavier, the, it's, it's been a little Pollyanna, let's you be guys honest. Are dirty. He never, it, it, it always is. It's, it's always, always, yeah, let's, let's go dirty. back in the archive no. here. I tried to no. Google his, his highlights. There were none. I didn't. We didn't do this for no D'Anthony Melton or in like the computer. The, uh, the Anthony Milton actually deserved a better tribute. No, he didn't yes, because he, he gave did. you nothing in the playoffs. Breaking and video Z- news. Xavier hit a shot against Golden State in the play that helped you win. Put in you the, up in the second out COVID there. Variant. It was big. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Anthony never gave me nothing in the playoffs. I could, I have a playoff moment with Xavier Tillman. That's right. A huge one. One that clearly no the one Anthony in this community will bring, ever forget. Don't you bring the Anthony to this table. Man was great in the regular season, and that was it. I, I guess, I, 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 I guess I'm just a yeah, little. Yeah, for the regular season, and you could watch him and have fun. Uh, and y'all I'll gonna, give it a try. You're going to finish with 30 wins. I guess I'm just a little different in that way. Like, I just don't, I don't get emotionally attached to reserves I, I, you know i mean like i you know you guys can you know hug him and kiss him and all that I, you know you know who i'm attached to number 12 my wife came in there last night and she and she and now she was like Let's turn it. She was devastated. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. No, the Tillman tribute, the Tillman tribute the portion of the show. The music yeah, that, that's over. Let's not go into hyperbole mode here. The music does not trigger me whatsoever. The music is, I think, fitting of all the things y'all been saying. No, I'm I, I, don't put me in there, bro. I saw him at the book fair story. Go ahead. You were saying about Sam and John Moran. I want to hear the Sam John Moran story. She comes in and she goes, she goes, we got rid of Xavier Tillman. I'm like, yeah. She's like, why? I'm like, I had a couple people DM me. Yes, they they love Tillman like, because he's a man. He's a man of the people. Because his yeah, he, contract's my kid's coming school. up, and and they're not paying him, and they're not. There's they were probably going to get rid of him a year ago, but he somehow played his way back on the roster. So well, and his offense didn't develop this yeah, year. So you know, and she was she was very upset about that. And then she and I'm not even going to. I'm going to say I'm just going to chalk this one up to her being full term. Then she went into a tirade about Ja. And I said, woman, get your ass out of my room right now before this gets violent. Oh, no. Okay? Because that's my man, bro. John Morant, you don't question him. Okay? John Morant, I'm on my grizzly. He made some bad decisions, and we're gonna, we've atoned for those. And she's just like, well, he's just going to be in his shoulder sling the whole time. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Sam's on to something. <laughs> I'm like, get out of here. Because let me tell you, availab- availability and durability. <laughs> and that's a true fact. Are things you could, uh, right now, John got to get back on this now court and play, facts. man. Hey, look, I so understand I, that. But I, this was, I told her this is a lost season. I, they're not going to press that. No, I feel, I feel, I, I hear where you're coming from, but, but Sam's on to something there. Well, we are gonna hold folks accountable around here, hey, the, especially when you're paying them as much money as you're doing. Yeah, that, that's. I, I'm with you. I got, I got, you know, a faith that, in Ja and all that, and he is the guy. I got his freaking hoodie. Yeah, it's two years old. We are now. doing salary dumps for dudes who don't play. Oh, I mean, of course, that's then that's happening, you know, and that's and that's part of the business side of it. That, but, uh, but he is part of the bounce back as well. He See, is the bounce yeah, back. There is no bounce back next year. There is This ain't a gap year. He's if, the bounce if, if ja, and the bounce back. Right, this ain't no gu- one-year gap year if John ja Morant is not that dude next yeah, year. And that's right. I have full confidence that he will be. And that well, look, I mean, uh, you know, and then she was, I mean. Again, she, staying on the floor. I will say, like. Being healthy is, is, has been a thing. You know, yep. again, my wife's showing up for work every day, nine months pregnant, and she ha- feels some type of way about the Grizzlies not doing the same and with their injuries. She, well, was, she, she must, was talking about Desmond Bain's back. I said, honey, he played through that. He played through that last year. All right, so let's. And he keep... played through an ankle something early this yes. year, didn't he? Yes. yes. So Bain is Bain has been battling. Okay, it's just she's upset about Jod not being on the court for injuries, decision things like that. But but don't get it confused, don't get it twisted. He is the reason for the season mm-hmm. at all times because you can have two of the three, but if one of the two ain't John Morant. It ain't going to happen. I want to know. You said it could be some violence around. Were you going to kick a door like you did at your mama house back in the day when it the was, Raiders lost? I mean, I was like, like I, what, I, what kind of violence I, are you talking I, I, about, I just bro? thought, like, are we this am serious? I living in a simulation where you come yeah. in here and you lament the loss You're of Xavier extreme. Tillman, but you want to get rid of Ja? Are you, are you crazy? Trying got, to get it to understand that using this. extremes. I got time for this. No, it wouldn't have right. been. It wouldn't have been violence. That was probably a bad word, but it would have definitely been some raised voices in that house. I think your hormones. You know, you're you're right now like <laughs> you're like you know 
like a woman who's maybe about to give, you know, you're kind of hormones you're were, kinda on edge, too. If my hormones like. were indeed that, I'd have a long four-page tribute to Xavier Tillman like y'all did. He was Bro. standing in line at the library checking out books, according to y'all. He was doing everything for you're the kids trying, in Westwood. You're projects. trying to humiliate me. He was trying to do and no. for having a little. I'm not love trying to humiliate you. Bro you didn't have a long tribute. Us. Thank you. you but no, yes, you are. You're you trying to humiliate. Did you have and, a and, I, and I will not allow it to happen. You didn't post on X. I will you not, didn't have a long. No, one. no, I did not. But I thought it was proper to spend at least a minute or two in a this segment. A minute or two is a perfect thing to do in this segment to, to give him the salute. Right. That's what he gets. He gets a salute. Good luck. I just mean, have, just have a little fun with it. Bro. I don't. I, well, I mean, I, no, I don't. I don't want to have fun with this. No fun with Grizz right now. I don't want to. have You fun. don't care about the city court or nothing. This is a day about business, bro. Y'all can have fun. Y'all can. And you're mad that it's going to be all minor moves, if anything. No, that's fine. It's business. Because no, I understand needs, business has to, to be conducted. What, we have to wait to see what the first round pick's going to be. Absolutely right. Again, to determine Absolutely do you trade right. that? Do you keep it? That's why I think what it's kind of it's about, you're in a holding. Let pattern. me ask you this real quick on Grizzlies, and it's the future, and I know that's a long way away right now to you, but dumping the UConn kid in there. Like they were talking about this morning with Jeff Klingon. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's the UConn center's name? Yeah, you know him well, oh, Klingon. Yeah. Yep. Um, man, he's really slow. How would you feel about dumping him in there and saying we're going to go with this Jaron BC? Awesome, this kid, because you've watched him. He's well, really slow. He's Nova Klingon and and uh, Donovan, yeah, and Donovan, and, and yeah. he's in the range, I think, of where you know Grizz could be, and he has like, injury concerns, foul yeah. problems. So you too, wouldn't be usually. you wouldn't be comfortable with it. See, I think that goes back to some of what we're talking about here, in yeah. terms of do you keep that pick or do you trade it? It could be it's going to yeah. be your most valuable trade. I asset. mean, maybe you use that to go get. I'll be honest, I would rather I would rather. Center. If we're going to go that route with unproven college player, who's tell me who is ra- proven would, in this draft? Window. I would rather Four? go Zach Eady than Klingon. Somebody else mentioned them, at, mm-hmm. and I just he doesn't he struggle with athleticism, quick twitch, yes, at, you know. But that, he's isn't isn't that when he's when you've been able to topple him is yes. when he's going against fast guys, athletic guys. That, and, yes, but and that, that that's what the NBA is. But all you need is just a big presence, right? You don't really need. Uh, so you don't need something. I that's need a screen setter and a rebounder first. Those are the two. That's what Zach is going to do. Thing. I mean, that's what he's going to do. And this all feels very Shadim Hashim Thabitish. Yeah, well, you won't. No, Hashim Thabit was a number two pick. I mean, he you're, is you're, Zach Eady mocked in any in yeah, a lot. He's, he's, yeah, he is in our range. Yes, mm. top ten. I don't think he'll go top ten. But he'll, could, he'll but go with like the first always round. Yeah. Back and all that yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, if you're going to go the Klingon route, I'd rather go Edie because he's he provides the same ability, right? And he's 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 the, more it, uh, durable and reliable, sturdier. Yeah, yeah. Like he's this, 300 pounds. Did this come to you in some dream, or did some basketball person su- that you trust suggest this? No, I just was responding to the question you asked about Klingon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I so this is your idea. Yeah, like again, if you're going to go that route, which I. I don't know if how I feel about that. I haven't really marinated on that. Um, I just, I'm just saying, Wiseman didn't do a thing for that championship Golden State team that had correct. to keep it. Yes. But where are the Grizzlies going to pick? The like, odds that you get a guy that's really contributing in your top eight, mm-hmm. top nine next year that's really ready to go mm-hmm. right. seem low. So yeah. I'm all about, you know, using it for trade because it feels like yeah. you maybe bringing something bigger with that. I don't – we'll see. We'll see. That part – yeah, I'm excited to see how it unfolds. But John, you're right; it's it will unfold slowly. That's not very exciting. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think, uh, I mean, I watched I watched all of Wisconsin and Purdue on Sunday. I did too. And Edie was a monster defensively. Like he just you cannot even cu- you, like he is so, he makes things that so is, difficult. He will. He is going to get dunked on so much in the that's league. That's okay. I, that's what I'm saying. That's college where he is that mountain. Hey, do you remember uh, Mark Eden? Jazz guy, vaguely. I it, remember him. Didn't we yeah. lose him? God rest I, his soul. I, I, I think, think we might have. I think we might. I gotta, and, and, I and go I apologize. But yeah, I it think happens. We did. Posthumous think we did. He went. That's what Edie's gonna be. Just a part of a po- the one half of a poster. You have to have some athleticism. I don't right? know, John. You're probably right. right. This is early. I, I haven't felt out guys. I haven't you know, looked through the mock draft a ton. I've watched a lot of Edie, and I'm just never impressed. They have Edie as a lotto pick at ESPN. How high though? Fourteen. Okay, see that that one that's going to represent a trade back. Well, I mean, but that's fine if you think it fits. No, I, dude, I can see what you're saying, and again, yeah. you don't need a scorer there, and Edie can dump it in. That's one thing about him. I mean, there could be a lot of Stephen Adams in Zach Edie for sure. Uh, that, very, but very. Can good. you do better? Can you go get some vets? Yeah, I mean, I, I, because exactly, again, exactly. it's two years with Jaron Jackson Jr., and I'm trying to swing for the fence next year to go get that center, even you know, particularly if it can be an upgrade for you. 
even if I got to shave off a little bit more, you know, salary wise to go get that guy. Yeah, I think I think that's the piece that like it's impossible to really know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what what's available? What is the cost? What is the cost opportunity? There should be the opportunity cost of of not doing anything and drafting. You know, at fourteenth. And, and holding on to the or whatever wherever you end up, right? Top ten and holding on to it instead of try. I got you know. I just, oh, it's a good chance. It's gonna be top ten unless we just. It's really impossible to know. We're gonna we're about to pass Toronto if we haven't already. Maybe you go get Portland. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of. Else. Dude, they got like eight guys there's, out there. There's gonna be a lot of else. They're calling. <laughs> you had like the, you know, like, uh, you see, you see the, the it's, it was like what they call it the surge, they, when you're in hospice and you're about to die. And you have like that one last night when, you're, when, there. when you're up and you're like talking mm-hmm. and you're, Sad. you know what I'm I've saying? Never heard it yeah. Described this it's called the rally. And you're up the and rally. you're talking and you're eating and you're dancing. And everybody and their family's having a good time. And then it ends. And then you end. That was like two weeks ago for the Grizz. You know what I'm saying? When they beat the Magic mm-hmm. and competed against the, that was like the rally. Oh. That was the surge. No, and now it's like we're going to be a slow, <laughs> you know, march to the end of the, of the season. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, that's, and that's fine, by the way. That's totally fine. It's just a one off. Just like the Warriors was a one-off. They came back, you know, two years later and won the championship, you know. Denver did it too with Jamal, kind of, in a way. Yeah, so. Bounced back. Yeah, I mean, you just, you have to maximize whatever this pick is and whether that whether that looks like using it or trading it or whatever the case may be. So, um, anyway, it is trade deadline day. We will see. And, and honestly, if, if Zaire Williams is moved, I can't wait to see some of these tributes. Detroit might take them. I mean, y- y- y'all better, y- y'all better keep that same energy, man. He was here damn near just as long. So I want to see the tributes about how hard he worked and how, you know what I'm saying, how he was at Chipotle handing out gift cards or whatever it was. I want to see it. I, the only thing about playoffs I remember of Zaire that rookie year was him chasing around Steph. Doing pretty good. Average about eight points. There we go. That's a mm-hmm. moment. That's a moment. That's that's good. That's a moment. Nobody you does, remember that. Nobody yeah, does he tributes. About eight points in that series yeah. and chased around Steph. Nobody does tributes for bum players like Better we do. Me. I'll remember it's those. It's really me because you just, it's just you. make fun of it. No, the fan base does it, bro. It was all over Twitter last night, bro. The oh, whole... I saw that. But there won't because there was such disappointment with Zaire, it won't be the same. Okay, you don't in terms think it'll of be tributes. As, no, it won't be as hard. Not like Xavier. No, it'll be really like, less. Uh, yeah, because he's people are mad about you. Don't remember those John's air bowls and scrub it. time in New no, York that, while they were I'm, trying to dude, tank? I, I no, he just that pick long ago. Zaire, it's more of a disappointment that they they blew it with that pick. Yes, and so they did. Just yes. in terms of the social media right. you know, re- reaction to if the Grizzlies did move on, it would not be near what Tillman did. Hmm. Tillman too. I mean, come on, be Gold State. We'll always have that. Yeah. Zaire just kind of ch- chased stuff around. It kind of hit the top of the backboard and went in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes, we'll Sad see. For Zaire. We'll see what happens. Not really, though. He had, uh, he had every opportunity. Yes, no doubt about it. Uh, if there are any t- trades, of course, that involve the Memphis Grizzlies, you know we will have you covered on the show. Memphis Temple later tonight. We'll get into that matchup and uh, why, in some ways, uh, it's actually very encouraging for the Tigers tonight on the road. Uh, as to how Temple plays. Get into that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. Football fans, FanDuel's got the perfect way for everyone to get in on the Super Bowl 58 action with a no-sweat same-game parlay. But when you bet on Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel's got all your favorite bets, money line, spread, all that's uh, normal, as you would expect, and all sorts of prop bets, just about all of them. We talked about it. Kelsey's been hot. Uh, three touchdowns the last two games. You got him for an anytime touchdown. Christian McCaffrey going to run on this KC defense. Uh, what about Pacheco? He's a guy. The San Francisco defense hadn't stopped the run at all here in the playoffs. He could go off. You can combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. You'll get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. So start building your own or bet a popular SGP that's already pre-made for you in America's number one sportsbook. Those pre-made SGPs really good for beginners as you learn how to build your same-game parlay. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. If you don't already have an account, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, and 92.9 FM ESPN. You must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issues, non-drawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-978. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers 
are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It is an important game for the Tigers only in the sense that you cannot lose it uh, and that it is going to tip, right? Um, Memphis coming in as a six-and-a-half-point favorite on Le Road at Temple. Now, I will tell you one thing. I will tell you one thing. You have thing. watched this Temple team. I actually have not watched this Temple team at what? all. I haven't seen it's them like one the time. the first time this season you've said that about any Tigers opponent. Yeah, you, uh, you know I'm the AAC man. Right. But this is where I draw the line. This Temple team is... is you don't watch Temple trash. A-A-A-A-A-S-S. Rice was that. That's true, but that was at home in Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have no choice but to watch. They're playing, you know, so I had not watched Rice before that. And I gotta say, okay. this how okay. is this team okay. how is this team a you know sixteen and a half point underdog? I mean, this team was amazing. And then they get waxed last night, by the way, by SMU. Yes, they did. 92-67. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Memphis comes into tonight as a six and a half point favorite. And what I will tell you is I like the matchup so much that I have wagered on the University of Memphis basketball program for the first time in a long time, actually. Uh, the last time I wagered on the Memphis basketball program specifically was the Tulane Road game. Uh, that was uh, January 21st, so it's been a whole uh, 17 days, <laughs> whole 17 days for me. Uh, and I'll tell you why I did it, and I'll tell you why I like Memphis in this matchup with the number specifically. And you already know because we had this discussion pre-show, but where does Memphis struggle? Memphis struggles one area specifically. It's where they are just the absolute worst. Everybody that comes in against them turns into Splash Brothers 2015 Golden State, right? They can't guard the three. And I took a quick look at Temple, and the one thing about Temple is that they can't make the three. Nope. They cannot score from the perimeter. Uh, Their top three leading scoring guards are all sub-30% from three. One of them is shooting 10%. From three. The third leading scorer is shooting 10% from three as a guard yeah, in college basketball. 329 in the country in three-point percentage. 329th in three-point percentage. That is just abysmal. And this Temple team is a Temple team that uh, lost uh, to East Carolina already. They lost to uh, uh, Rice at home on the 20th. They lost to USF at home. Um, they lost to East Carolina. They they got swept by East Carolina, actually, I should say. Last two games been overtime, weirdly. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but losses. I, but this is overtime. just a this is an abysmal temple team. And Memphis, I feel like a couple things. One, um The Huddle. Javon Quinterly kind of coming back to the Philly area. Obviously played at Villanova. He's not from Philly, but he probably is going to have a lot of family there tonight and friends because he was from, you know, he's from Jersey. So I imagine that's probably a Decent road trip for them on a Thursday, so I think he plays. <clears throat> excuse me, I think he plays better tonight. And then Jordan, the homecoming, he's played a lot in that yeah. gym. So I think anecdotally, narratively speaking, plus the good vibes from the final seven minutes of of, of the uh, of the Wichita game, combined with the fact that Temple can't make threes, I think should 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 translate. To a Memphis win convincingly tonight. Although there is a, you do have a rebuttal for me. I, I gather. Well, forty-five percent of the shots that Temple take takes are threes, and we have seen bad three-pointing, three-point shooting teams have career days against the Tigers. So, to literally just using the point that you made, as bad as this team has been guarding the three, 
could you see Temple getting hot? For well, that uh, yes, that, that, because they take so many. That's yes. one of the, they're one of the worst three point shooting teams in the country from percentage standpoint, twenty nine point six percent. But forty five percent of their shots are from three. Right. So they are some jackers. They are. And 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 could you get could guys get come? We just watched Rice get confident because you didn't run off from them in the first half, and so that that would be my concern is that this is the night where the shots drop because they do take a lot of them. Yes. You know. Uh, okay. Trivia time. Just pretend this is ten twenty-five on the Jeff Calkins show. Who is the Temple basketball coach? I I thought about that this morning. I don't know who replaced Aaron McKee. I don't know it. I could have looked on Ken Palm. I didn't. Brad, any guesses I, over I there? Still won't. Any guesses on who the Temple basketball I coach is? I know now, but I have no idea. His name is Adam Fisher. Adam Fisher. <laughs> had he been on that staff? Uh, you know how they like to keep it Temple. I don't Dumphy and then I don't think so. Okay. No, does it say the words for now after him? No, I don't think he was. I think he was at Penn State. Gotcha. He was the assistant at Penn State. So he had last no year. head coaching experience. Yeah, he had no <sighs> he had no head coaching experience, uh, and uh, the no team clue. is brutal this year. They're abysmal. Yeah. So this is definitely they're one and eight in the league. This yeah. is this Peace is to him. If you if you can't handle this Temple team. I'm going to be very disappointed for a variety of reasons. But uh, I think Ken Palm's got this as a nine-point win, Jason, something along those lines. Yeah. I think, I think Torvik's kind of the same way. Um, yeah, so you got to get it done. 78-70. Yeah, so I, I think I think there's still a little bit of value on the six and a half. Um, I, do I wish it was four? Do I wish it was five? Of course, but that's just not the way it works. So uh, Memphis, I'm going to choose to believe, is inspired by their 0.2% increase in a chance at Torvik to get an at-large bid thanks to uh, Michigan pulling off the upset against Wisconsin last night, thanks to Virginia moving up, thanks to Clemson moving Those up. Those two are for real. But Michigan's still in the hundreds, right? Yeah, the yeah, net, yeah, but, yeah they, but, they stink. Yeah, Clemson and Virginia, that's going to help you, it looks yes. like. Uh, become so, quad, as they become quad ones. So, yes, I'm going to pr- choose to believe that uh, I think Torvik has it 77-72. So he's got he's it. always sliding the Tigers. Yeah, he is. He, he's got. He's always a little tight, but it looked like he's right, Brad. I mean, the predictives were right a yeah. few weeks ago, weren't they, John? Yes. They must feel validating, huh? Well, I mean, has it become your go-to now, the Bible for you, since he was so right two, well, three weeks ago? I, I will say I have changed the way that I think and cover college basketball. It, like, because previously I was like, we would all look at Lenardi, like, what's Lenardi saying? What's Lenardi got? And it's like Lenardi is has the brand. He's only saying what they are now. He, right, he is saying this is what it is today. Which, what's the value in that? There's really no value in that. I mean, I guess you could like if you like have a top seed, you could it. argue like, oh, that's well, a solid argument. You know, we we uh, we could we're a two seed, so we you know that's that's one thing. But in terms of who's in, who's out, things like that, I don't really know if there's a lot of value in what Lenardi does. Um, obviously, ESPN thinks so, but in terms of the way I look at it, I I think there's far more. Like, let's project this. If we're if we're gonna do the February bracketology, let's project this out. Okay. Here's how this season's going to go for this team. And based on that, this is where they wind up. I think there's way more. Because Torvik does that. Torvik's got all that stuff seeded out. He's got all the, like for right now, his his one seeds, predictively. Purdue, Houston, UConn, Tennessee. I was going to say, Tennessee. Uh, Arizona, Iowa State, Bama, Kansas as your two. Your threes, Carolina, Marquette, Auburn, Baylor. I don't know that there's going to be a lot of disagreement between him and, and Lenardi in terms of the seed line, but I think when you start getting into who's in and who's out, which is unfortunately where Memphis has found themselves, yeah. I think there's just a little bit more value in the the work that – because like you can look at Lenardi and he can say next four out, right? And I think that's where he's got Memphis, but that's just up to, as of today, mm-hmm. which means nothing. Yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm all about that predictive life these days. Florida Atlantic, by the way, which is in action tonight against UAB, they have as an eight seed at Torvik. Um, I think Florida Atlantic is actually, just while we're on the subject of college basketball tonight, I actually think there's some value. It act, it opened five. It's now up to six. I know it's in Birmingham, but I think this is actually a really good matchup for FAU. I think they probably get this one done by double digits tonight on the road. They're playing very quietly much better. Um, they've won seven in a row, uh, and uh, they look much more like the team, you know, we thought they would be coming into the season. Like, if you'd have told me top ten FAU going to be laying just six at UAB, 
I'd say, man, I'm probably going to press that pretty hard. You know, unfortunately, we know they lost to Bradley or, or uh, Bryant, um, and they lost to Florida Gulf Coast. So now, now, now I'm curious, real quick, and this a little bit off. You, you said Torfix's got Florida Atlantic as an eight. Mm-hmm. Is that as the automatic qualifier, or are they counting South Florida because they have the division lead right now as an AQ, and 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 Florida Atlantic is the second team out of the AAC as an eight? He's got three stars next to them, so I assume that is as the automatic qualifier. It has to be because you can't put South Florida if you've got them. If you got Florida Atlantic as an eight as the second, you you can't have. You, there's no way you're going to have South Florida right, you know seated higher. Mm-hmm. Because because they did nothing. Okay, so he's assumed. I was curious on that predictive. Mm-hmm. Is it using the conference standings right now as some do, and projecting that as the AQ and and Florida right. Atlantic as the yeah? You see what I'm saying? Exactly right. Yeah. No, I think he's got them. But the, he, I think he's got them winning the league ultimately. Right. That's like, what I'm asking. Yeah. Like I think that's, and you know that's I think probably where the predictive stuff kind of does kind of run into a little bit of trouble. Right. But you know South Florida is still going to be. An underdog. By the time this yeah. is done, they will have dropped back. Uh, right. In our predictive. He's got, he's got he's got South Florida losing three more games. Mm-hmm. Um, they do only so play I mean, Florida Atlantic once, and it's at home. That's what I'm just uh, – is the winner of the AAC going to get an eight seed? Yeah. I think so. That's what I'm asking you. I yeah. Think so. That's what I mean, I'm getting at. But I do think FAU has a chance to be better than that. Honestly, because if they if they do beat take Memphis, care of business and they've got to win over Arizona and they yeah, come, right, they'll could, be a top be six seed. Yeah. You're not going to give them an eight, I think. But again, he has them losing, I think, to Memphis once. once. Yeah, so it just depends on how it all shakes out, right? It depends on um, you know do 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 these results actually all hold? That's the piece that's like a little hit or miss, especially as it relates to Memphis. Like as as we all know, they lost four straight games as a, as big favorites. You know, um, you can't over, really account for that. Over, under, ten and a half players used first half. Over, under. Uh, I'm going to say under. He's going to tighten up. Yeah. I'm not lighten up. I'm going to say under. And I'm going to say under. I'm, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under because now, I he's been playing all of them in say, the first half. I'm going to say, I'm going to say under. did last game. Because I think they get off to a better start. That's what I. So, so he sticks with them. He's going to, yes. He's, he's going to feel less compelled to empty the bench because he's looking for solutions. And then I think he's going to stick with the guys um, in the second half and let them, you know, um, marinate and cook a little bit. It's the best lineup has not played as many possessions as it should, right? It's only like eighty, like with Tomlin in there. That's Tomlin Jordan, not Tomlin yes. Malco. Right? Tom, Tomlin right. Jordan. Tomlin Tomlin Malco don't have that many possessions together on the mm. court, so it's like it's not even the sample size is too small, and it's not great anyway. But the one, the closing five, right, that we saw against Wichita State, yeah. they have, they've only played a combined 87 offensive possessions together, which is like, not, it's not much, you know, relative to like this, mm-hmm. this, they should probably have double, you know. That's why I'm playing them. I'm going, I mean, if I'm going, like I let said them, earlier this let week, them, I'm going, let, yes. let them jail, let yes. them get it. So if you're going to put a run together, let those guys figure it out and know that it's going to be them that have to figure it out. Right, it's not going to be other guys getting shuffled in and out, and you don't know who's next to you, you know, from one minute to the other. Hundred percent. The bro. way I'm going out. I mean, not even close. And then maybe you know, maybe you don't have to go out. Maybe it maybe it ignites a run. Hundred percent. So uh, I'm 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 in uh, on Memphis tonight. It should be an an, an antidote. Last couple of first halves have been awful. Just be nice to have a normal exactly right. first half offensively. Particularly offensively. Dude, this Temple team is bad. Twenty four and twenty two points, I think, last couple of first halves. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh so awful. And and then of course, you know, we're getting closer and closer to that stretch that Memphis is gonna it's gonna be pretty decisive. Uh because after tonight you have Tulane at home on Sunday, then you have at North Texas, at SMU, Charlotte at home, as we know Charlotte's a good team, then you have Florida Atlantic. So these are all opportunities. Tulane at home Get to, you take care of that one at North Texas Quad two now maybe it might be a quad what's the what's it seventy five Jason it's, yes seventy five I think it's dangerously close to being just a quad two now um, let's see they are seventy five <laughs> they are seventy five at Ken Palm so or, well I guess that's net it's right net that you need to be concerned with does Ken Palm tell you the net no mm-hmm, you probably no, have to no 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 okay right. I mean again if they're if they're seventy five at Ken Palm you know there's probably not going to be much of a diversion there. Um, on the net. So, yeah, North Texas is 77th 
uh, at, uh, at 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 the net. So again, it's very close. You need that to be a quad one. I mean, you just do because mm-hmm. it's just, you need all the help you can get. So um, it's all about to get really real. SMU is going to be a quad one. SMU is really good. Uh, Charlotte is is going to be one of those games where they don't help you, but they're a good team. Like they're they're a quality team. They got the Mil- uh, Milicic, who's a who's a you know big time scorer in the in the paint can well, step out. They said the kid who fouled out was their best player. They had the point right. guard. Yep. I mean they got the big there that was killing it for uh, it was killing South Florida. So Charlotte's a team that nobody like expects much of, but they are good. Um, and that's one that you have to be if you're Memphis. You know, next week or two weeks from now, you have to be on high alert. I'm 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 I'm, I'm there, bro. I'm looking. You know what I'm saying? I don't want. Well, there ain't gonna be no surprises for us. You know, I'm scouting out the league, and you know, n- none of these actually. You have you're at East Carolina, but that's on the road, so that's no gimme. So all the games the rest of the way. Once you get past today, buddy, it's real. I mean, all these teams are capable of winning. You know, so you got to be on high alert. There's no question about it. But opportunity abound. For the Tigers, hopefully they take advantage of this one. Yeah. You surprised me with your level of optimism today. Well, it's like <clears throat> surprise me. It's you know, it's I, I'm, again. I'm just going to choose to believe that what we saw in the final seven minutes is something that will continue. Yeah, that means he's got to keep him out there. You know, um, and I hope that uh, you know he saw that. And I, I'm a, I mean, Penny's a smart dude. I mean, why would you go away from something that works so damn well? That would make no sense. That would just be nonsensical. Obviously, I know they can't play 40 minutes, but can they play 32? That would be nice. <laughs> you know? So, anyway, uh, Memphis basketball back in action tonight, 6 o'clock on ESPN2, favored by 6.5. We'll come back with the rundown. Jeff Cox is going to join us at 125. This is the NBA trade deadline show on the Jason. We're breaking Johnson. them down. Da-da-da, Pretty quiet right now on that front. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you turn to Femi? Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.